Welcome to My Weekly Mixtape, a podcast that takes the classic mixtape approach to building a modern playlist. I'm your host, Brian Colburn. Joining me for tonight's collaboration is Amanda Kohlhofer, host of the Sip List podcast. Amanda, thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you here. So let's start with the question I ask everybody before we get things going. Amanda, what does the word mixtape mean to you? I mean, it definitely just brings back my childhood. You know, my teen years was kind of like mixtape and then moved into mixed CDs in, in like the late, late 90s. But yes. yeah, I mean, you made a mixtape for everything. And I had like four or five different tapes laid out by my stereo. And I'd be like, OK, what do I want to make a mixtape of? And then I'd stick it in the stereo and just listen all day to record the songs I wanted on that tape. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just my my childhood. Same here. And that's kind of what we're going for tonight. I know with my buddies and I, we would get together and we'd mm-hmm. sit down by the stereo and we record a mixtape and then play video games and hang out and listen to those songs. And it was a collaboration between my musical tastes and mm-hmm. their musical tastes. And we're going to do that tonight. I'm excited. Same here. And since we're in the month of February, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So tonight, mm-hmm. Amanda and I will be curating a mixtape of 90s slow jams. Just in case you were looking to set the mood with your loved one, 90s style. Now, for me, this was actually a very challenging list because rock has always been my wheelhouse. So I was originally thinking of pulling a bunch of rock songs. But the more we kept talking about slow jams, I'm like, these songs are going to stick out like a sore thumb. So I really had to dig deep and Mm -hmm. kind of dust off some cobwebs of some of the old cassette singles I used to own in the early 90s Mm, to come up with a list. So for me tonight, this is out of my comfort zone, and I'm kind of excited to dive into this to see how much I actually have that you have and vice versa. Yeah. So I am curious, Amanda, what were you looking for in the songs that you brought to the table this evening? Well, this is a very specific genre for me that I really love. When I was a teenager, I don't know if anybody in Oklahoma City will be listening to this, but if you had KJ103 and you listened on Sunday nights, they had slow jams. I actually think that first they called it the quiet storm and then they started calling it slow jams, but it was R&B slow jams every Sunday night. And I would listen to it and fall asleep to it. And so I was thinking like all of those songs and then also songs that I made mixtapes of, you know, for people that I liked or to play during certain times, you know, set the mood, if you will. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of how I formed my list. All right. Well, let's get down to business then. Tonight, as I mentioned, Amanda and I are going to be curating a 90s slow jams mixtape, and we're going to use the old cassette deck approach, meaning our mixtape will be broken up into two sides, side A and side B. Amanda, as my special guest, will begin side A with her first song choice, and then I'll add a song that I feel best follows up that choice. We'll then flip-flop choosing songs until we've mapped out 10 songs for side A. We'll then give our mixtape a proverbial flip, and we'll map out side B, only this time I'll kick the side off with Amanda choosing second. Our overall goal for this episode is to craft the best 90s slow jams mixtape possible with only 20 songs. At the end of the show, you can take our conversation to the next level by visiting the 90 Slow Jams page at myweeklymixtape.com and give our final mixtape a listen via the embedded playlist. Finally, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please consider becoming a Patreon mixtaper at patreon.com forward slash myweeklymixtape. I'd also like to welcome this week's newest Patreon mixtaper, David Lee Smith. 
David, thank you so much for being part of the Mixtaper family, and I appreciate all the support you've been giving the show thus far. Hello, David. Amanda, before I turn it over to you to reveal your track one, some of the fellow mixtapers who follow me at my weekly mixtape on either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok have chimed in with their ideal opening track for a Slow Jams mixtape. And I want to share them now so we can have some food for thought as we lead into it. Okay. Patreon mixtaper Cactus P chimed in with Casey and JoJo's All My Life, Silks Freak Me, New Kids on the Blocks, I'll Be Loving You Forever, PM Dawn's I Die Without You, and then outside of Patreon, Oh My God, I Love That Song chimed in with Guys Let's Chill, Jason Spiegel chimed in with Johnny Gill's My My My, mm. Ryan at the Soundtrack Your Life podcast chimed in with Janet Jackson's Again, the X Radio X podcast chimed in with Jodeci's Lately from MTV Unplugged, <gasps> Jamie Lynn Howe chimed in with Brian McKnight's Back at One, and Coley Green chimed in with Madonna's Justify My Love. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Now, Amanda, we've got those picks out in the universe. I'm going to officially press record on our mixtape and the floor is yours. Why don't you dive into which song you chose to kick off side A? Okay. Well, all of those choices were great and the majority of them are on my list. Picking the first song is difficult because I want to kind of ease into it. So 
I'm going to start with probably one of my favorite slow jams of the 90s, but it's a little more upbeat. I'm going to go with Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. Nobody said that as a first pick, but that's what I'm doing anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So this song, first of all, the video was so beautiful. The song is just so beautiful. You know, you think about when you're trying to talk to someone you like, but you're shy and you don't really know how to approach them. And his voice is just so silky and smooth. And that song just hits me right in my heart. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. It is a really good song. That is one that I'm actually surprised you went with that as a starter because that was not one that was on my list. But as soon as you said it, I'm going, yeah, why didn't I think (laughs) of that one? That's a great pick. So now coming out of that, I have to come up with something that complements that. Mm -hmm. And I think I know what I'm going to go with. This one was a second hit for a band. And I know when I say the name of the album, everyone's going to automatically think I'm going with the title track, but I'm not. So I'm going to go back to 1992 and the album is if I ever fall in love and the band is shy, but I'm going to go with baby. I'm yours. I absolutely love the harmonies in that song. It gives me that seventies Motown vibe with the just perfect four part harmonies. It's a very smooth song. It's sweet. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those songs that was probably played at a lot of weddings back in the 90s yeah it just feels like one of those perfect slow jam love songs and to kind of bounce off of tevin campbell's smooth vocal delivery i feel like they have that in this song as well so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with track two shy's baby i'm yours nice okay well you definitely scooped me on shy because i did have if i ever fall in love but I thought that one needed to be more in the middle or maybe like the start of side b because it's just so like pure and soft and like You get all those melodies, so. But your choice is great, too. I really like that. I loved Shy back in the day. So great. Now you have the challenge of what to follow it up with, though. Okay. Let's see. So this is one of the artists that I had two songs written down, and I had to decide which one I want. And I think I'm going to pick the one that's my favorite just by a tad, Before I Let You Go by Blackstreet. I feel like Blackstreet didn't get enough love for Before I Let You Go and then Don't Leave Me was the other one I had. So both just really fantastic songs. Before I Let You Go just had a real smooth, but sort of not upbeat, but it had like the tempo, but just a super smooth jam. Love Blackstreet. Blackstreet's great. I think most people automatically think no diggity. Mm-hmm. Or... For me, because I was a rock guy in the 90s, they had a single called Fix, and they did a rock version that was a remix. So to me, that was like, wow, this is really wild. And Blackstreet also did a cover of Billie Jean by Michael Jackson as the B-side to No Diggity. So -hmm. to me, they were always like kind of this party-esque group. You almost forget that they had songs like Before I Let You Go. Mm -hmm. Because... When you mention Blackstreet now in 2023, everyone's going to go, no diggity. No diggity, no doubt. Exactly. (laughs) But there are these other songs lying beneath the surface that I think are unfortunately forgotten when you talk about that Mm -hmm. band, and they shouldn't be. So I'm I'm glad you picked that one. And this next pick is actually going to be tough for me. Actually, you know what? Now that I said that, (laughs) it's not. 
I'm going to say you're making this next pick hard for me, and I'm going to go to 1997, rated next, and I'm going to go with next's Too Close. Nice. Coming out of Black Street. This one's a little more upbeat. It's got a little bit more of a groove to it. It, I wouldn't call it a fast dancer, but it definitely has a a groove to it that's maybe a little more high tempo than a slow jam. But man, this song was so ridiculously catchy. It was Mm -hmm. everywhere on the radio. The vocals were spot on perfect. And it's, dare I say it, it's a sexy song. It really Uh, oozes it. And it's a fantastic track that I think follows up Black Street really well. So I agree. For track four, I'm going to add in next to close. I didn't have that one only because I did think it was a little too upbeat, but it's kind of funny. I don't know if you're on TikTok, but I think this is more last year. There were so many TikToks of people our age going, you know, songs that you didn't realize what the lyrics were in the 90s. And they're listening <laughs> to that song and they're bopping and then they're like, uh, oh, we definitely. have no business listening to that song. No, no. But when you listen to it now, you're like, oh, that's a double entendre. I see what they're yeah. doing there. It just went right over our heads. That's all. But honestly, musically, that song was just spot on. And even though it's a little faster, I feel like it's slow enough to mm-hmm. kind of keep it in that mood and that vibe that we're going for with this. Yeah, that song's great. <laughs> okay, well... I was going to do something different, but I think to come down from too close, we'll just take it down a little notch with a song that's still a little upbeat, but a little slower just to kind of maybe, I mean, we'll see what you do after, but if we're going to go back down into the slow, smooth stuff, I am going to go with, this is actually another artist I had two songs written down of. I just realized it. I'm going to go with Twisted by Keith Sweat. Ooh. Such a great song. That whole album and the other one I had written down was Nobody, which is just such a sexy song. But Twisted's like, you know, you can kind of groove to it, but it's slow enough that you can like sit down in your chair and groove to it and just like lean back. And I like the lyrics. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. That one did not make my list, but I could see immediately why it does make this tape. And that's one of those ones where it's like, because this isn't my wheelhouse, as soon as you said it, the cobwebs kind of got dusted mm-hmm. off my brain and I went, oh yeah, that does work. So this is where, if it's a rock episode, I'm like firing on all cylinders. And on this one, I'm, I'm feel like I'm getting some <laughs> knowledge of songs that I just didn't remember. And I'm so stoked about that because Yay. that was a fantastic tune. Yes. Yeah, it really was. I had that CD and I played it on repeat. It was so good. Now coming out of that, I think I want to go with something with um, definitely slower. And I want to bring some females into this discussion because there are some female slow jams that are absolutely amazing. And I'm going to go with one that I think is probably one of the best female vocal groups of the 90s. And I'm going to go off the album Funky Divas from 1992. And I'm going to go with En Vogue's Giving Him Something He Could Feel fantastic choice yeah that song is 70s perfection in a 90s shell that song in 1975 would have been as big of a smash as it was nearly 20 years later in 1992 it's got this 70s r&b vibe the vocals are so smooth and so beautiful 
And it's got such an attitude on top of the silky delivery that they're using in the vocals. Mm -hmm. So you feel what they're saying. And this is one of those songs that, again, you think of En Vogue, people go to Free Your Mind, people go Mm -hmm. to the uh, What a Man with Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. This one gets almost buried, and it shouldn't because it's easily one of their best songs. So It's my favorite. It's fantastic. So En Vogue, giving him something he could feel. I love that. That song is so just, yeah, you're right. You have like the older vibes. It's like kind of like if Gladys Knight and had a girl band or like whoever, and they went on further, they would sing songs like that. You know, I don't know, which I know she did stuff by herself, but it just feels like one of those kind of groups where it's so you feel like you could be in a speakeasy or something, just like sitting back, having a glass of wine and listening to it it's so classic it's got a timeless Mm -hmm. sound and a timeless energy to it and i think the thing that draws me to 90s r&b versus modern r&b is the fact that this was their natural voices Mm -hmm. there was not a lot of auto-tune going on not a lot of the modern effects that are pretty much the mainstay of music now right i'm hard pressed to find a pop artist that doesn't incorporate auto-tune to almost the point of a robotic nature. There was none of that. En Vogue was, if they were standing in front of you, they could just belt that out in that three, four part harmony and nail it right in front of you without any other music playing. And that was a talent that I feel like unfortunately gets overlooked in modern age because so many people are so used to that. Ro- I don't want to call it robotic, but to that auto-tune sound, it almost becomes, if you're not using it, what's wrong with this? But it's actually natural and normal. Mm-hmm. So the unnatural has become normal. And I feel like En Vogue, their voices were so refreshing. I mean, going back to Free Your Mind, which is not a slow jam at all, listen to the gravel and the grit that they're singing mm-hmm. in that song. And then they belt into the harmonies going into the bridge. That's all like passion. Yeah that's not contrived in any way with moving around a dial in the studio. And I feel like modern music needs that kick in the pants, so to speak, because songs like this just are timeless. I agree. Totally. And I actually had hold on by En Vogue written down, but Another great one. giving him something he can feel. I think I like that better. It's just so like, I don't know. Yeah. It's perfection. So the question is, do I want to follow up with a female group as well? Or do I want to, Go back the other way. We are on song number seven. Okay. I am going to pick a girl group again. And then now I have to decide which one. That's not who I thought you were going with. I was looking at my two other girl groups going, don't pick that one. (laughs) I'm going to go with a lesser known one, actually. I actually think this was maybe a one hit wonder too. I am going to go with stroke you up by changing faces Ooh, loved that song in the 90s was so sexual and you know i was like maybe 16 when that song came out maybe 15 so you know i understood some of it but not all of it but i could just imagine like making out with my boyfriend and just be like stroking his hair and he's stroking my hair and it just felt so like oh that would be the perfect song to just make out to and it doesn't get a lot of love which i think it should Yeah, that's definitely one that I don't think I'm going to guess that a few people listening to this show are going to have to pause and go look it up. Probably. But I will say this. 
you don't have to because if you just go to myweeklymixtape.com and go to the slow jams page we've got it sitting there waiting for you so you can listen to it and kind of have the 90s slow jams play along at home game i guess if you want to call it that (laughs) all that works done for you (laughs) yeah that's a deep cut and it only got played i think for like a year or two and then just kind of went away so you're definitely jostling some cobwebs off people's minds tonight (laughs) i like that yay so now coming out of that i'm gonna actually flex a little bit of my rock muscles with this one okay but when you hear the song i think there'll be no doubt that it is a perfect slow jam. And I'm going to go back to 1991. And when I say the name of the album, you're automatically going to think, huh? And then when I say the name of the song, you'll probably go, oh yeah, that definitely works as a slow jam. And the album is 1991's Mama Said. And I'm going to go with Lenny Kravitz. It ain't over till it's over. Okay. Yeah. It is a 70s R&B style Mm -hmm. song. He stripped out the rock guitars, like in Mama Said and and, uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way. He has got a very silky smooth voice. I feel like I've said Mm -hmm. silk a million times in this episode. but It's the main adjective to describe most of these songs. It it really is. We should probably get grab a thesaurus here and try to find other words for silk. But really, yeah, velvety. There you go. Velvety smooth. (laughs) But Lenny Kravitz has a gravel to his voice. And he took it out for this song. And when you listen to that song in this mix where we're going right now, I think it fits in absolutely perfectly. And I get to at least bring a little bit of where I stand musically into this discussion, which is a rock guy who has respect for pop and R&B. And here was an artist who crossed over from rock to pop to Mm R&B and back and did it consistently and still does it. He bridges genres, and I feel like this one slides perfectly into side A of this tape so far. I agree. That's a great choice. I wouldn't have personally picked it, but I definitely agree that it goes, and it's a great song for sure. Ooh, what am I going to follow that up with? Hmm. I guess I'm going to throw in something a little more popular and something I think that would be a decent follow-up to that one. I am going to go with I'm Still in Love with You by New Edition. Ooh. Another favorite song of mine. Loved New Edition so much. And that song is just so beautiful. It's definitely a good, like, breakup song slash I Want You Back song. New Edition and New Kids on the Block were just, like, everything to me in the 90s. They were everything to a lot of people. Did you see the New Year's Rock and Eve with New Edition performing? On stage in Times Square? What'd you think? Well, I was there, so... You went? Yeah, I was in Times Square. We were at a party in a building right above Times Square, so we got to watch everything. It was, And we had food and drinks and bathrooms, so it was cool. Oh, I was about to say, that's the perfect way to do it. It's the only way I would do it. You could not pay me to stand Mm-mm. in that crowd. I don't... It's just there's no universe where standing in no. that crowd is even remotely appealing. Yeah, because you can't have anything. You can't have drinks. You can't have food. If you leave and go to the bathroom, you're going to lose your spot. Like, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, that was the best way to do it. And, yeah, when I saw New Edition, I was like, I couldn't see them physically, obviously. But I was like, yes. And I had to turn it on the TV and stuff. So, yeah. I don't care how old they are. It's like New Kids on the Block. I'll still watch and listen. Yeah. Now, coming out of that song, I'm going to stick with 
the R&B group here because we're closing out a side. Yes. And one song I knew I wanted to include on this, it's definitely a slow jam. I don't know if I'd call it a love song. The lyrics make this more of a breakup song, but when you're talking about the end of the side, I have the perfect closer, and this is the only time I could drop a closer. So I am going to close out side A from the 1992 Boomerang soundtrack, and I'm going to go with Boys to Men, End of the Road. One of my favorite pop songs of the 90s, period, and maybe one of my favorite pop songs of all time. It Mm -hmm. is so beautiful. The lyrics hit me every time I hear it. It is boys to men's greatest song in my opinion and i'm a huge cover nerd me first and the gimme gimme's do a fantastic punk version of it which i love because i (laughs) love closing out punk mixes with it because again end of the road i just love the song and boys to men there was no way we were getting through a 90s slow jam episode and not talking about them I'm guessing I scooped the band for you in some way, shape, oh, or form. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if you don't have End of the Road, I'm going to guess you would have went with this, the other song I had kind of sitting in my list, which was I'll Make Love to You, the other mm-hmm. big Boys to Men song. But closing out side A, Boys to Men, End of the Road, I would love to hear what you think of this one. I had End of the Road as well. It brings back middle school dances. I remember dancing to that with boys that I liked. And just, yeah, such a beautiful song. And of course, Boomerang is. Oh, that song fits so perfectly into that movie and story, which that's a movie I really like. Boys to Men can do no wrong, in my opinion. They were my first concert, actually. Really? With not that album, but with the following one that had, you know, I'll Make Love to You and Water Runs Dry and all those good songs. Yeah. So I agree. That's perfect to close out that side. Good choice. Thank you. Last time I was walking around Disney with my family, we were in Epcot. We're walking around and all of a sudden... We're going by one of these pavilions and I hear end of the road. So I'm like, Ooh, stop. I, I, mm-hmm. I want to listen. And I'm listening to the song and, and my kids are like, you know, we want to go to the next thing. And I'm like, Just let me hear the song. And I'm saying to my wife, I'm going, this cover band is at, they are spot on. And then when they were finished with that song, they go into I'll make love to you. And I said, hold on a minute. At and Disney? it was, it was legit boys to men performing in Epcot. So nice. I said, let's just stay here for the next 10 minutes. And we, we found an excuse to get the kids a snack and we watched their set and they were unbelievable. They are so good live. Oh yeah. And they're just so amazing vocally. One of the best of R&B. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say of all time, but especially from the 90s on, easily one of the mm-hmm. best R&B groups. Yeah, they still are. To this day, they still put out great stuff. I saw them maybe four or five years ago. They were touring with New Kids. TLC minus Chili and Nelly. And so it was like, yeah. And it was, uh, it was fantastic. (laughs) That's a cool lineup. Cause I know Nelly's also been doing a lot of country shows with like Florida, Georgia line. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was great. My whole childhood summed up in one concert. (laughs) There you go. You had salt and pepper in there would have been perfect. Yeah. It always brings out a little extra flavor, right? The salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. Ha ha ha. And with that, folks, we are concluding side A of our 90s Slow Jams mixtape, which consists of Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk, Shy's Baby I'm Yours, Black Streets Before I Let You Go, 
Next, Too Close, Keith Sweat's Twisted, and Vogue's Giving Him Something He Could Feel, Changing Faces' Stroke You Up, Lenny Kravitz' It Ain't Over Till It's Over, New Editions' I'm Still In Love With You, and Boys to Men, End of the Road. Remember to head over to myweeklymixtape.com so you can hear all of the songs we've discussed in this mix through the playlist embedded on the episode page. Now, Amanda, before we hit stop and flip our proverbial mixtape over to side B, why don't you tell listeners a little bit more about the Sip List podcast and what you're doing over there? Thank you. So I am the host of The Sip List, which is a top five podcast. We pick a topic and we list our top five favorites and mostly pop culture, movies, TV, music, books. We tackle some other random topics as well. And we actually did recently 90s bands and groups that didn't get as much love as we thought. And Blackstreet was on mine. So we do stuff like that. I have different guests and we try to bring information to people and get them to try new things and nothing's off the table. So definitely check it out. So now we are flipping over to side B and I have the task of starting things off. And I think I'm going to start with something that leans slightly more towards the rock end of R&B, but it's another artist that when I mentioned the song name, I immediately, when I played the song and said, this is perfect for this mix, regardless of this person does rock music or leans R&B or leans pop. He does everything. I should say he did everything and he did everything perfectly. So I'm going back to 1991 and I'm going with the legendary Prince and the new power generation. And I'm going with the title track diamonds and pearls. Good one. An absolutely gorgeous song. And it's R&B tinged with Prince's flavor. So it's not necessarily like the other R&B songs we're talking about tonight. But let me tell you, Prince, whatever he does is gold in some way, shape or form. Oh, yeah. And this song is that. It is beautiful. It's sexy. It's got a little bit of a rock vibe to it, where in my mind as a musician, it's like, ooh, I, I connect with this. Mm -hmm. And it just gets stuck in your head. It's one of oh, those yeah. songs that once you hear it, it's like, I got to play that again. That thing's got a groove to it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily a slow jam, but man, he re he, I think he nails it on this one. And I think it's, it's a perfect way to kick off a side because it opens the doors to some maybe new directions. So I'm going to start side B with Prince and the new power generation, Diamonds and Pearls. I like that choice. That is a great song. One of my favorites by Prince, actually. Although, does Prince have many bad songs? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. And I mean, if we were doing an 80s slow jam mix, Purple Rain, come on. Mm -hmm. I mean, and again, that's another one. It's kind of rock, but you know there's the R&B that's just flowing through it because that where he was musically, he mm -hmm. defied the genres. And that's what I love about it because I could sit there and put Prince on a rock mix. I can put him on an R&B mix and nobody can argue either one right. because he was so multifaceted. It's just plug and play in any type of mix. And that's what I love about him. And I miss about him so much. Mm -hmm. I would have gone straight for Darling Nikki if I was doing an 80s oh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another great one. That, that's a great slow jam. I mean, but again, with the rock and the guitar and the, you know, just everything is so good. And then talking rock. Obviously, you know, Prince, the Purple Rain album is a little bit of a rock album, but in the 90s, Darling Nikki had an explosion when the Foo Fighters covered mm -hmm. it for a B-side. 
And that shows that that R&B-esque rock song fit perfectly into the rock Mm -hmm. world because there was zero R&B in the Foo Fighters version. Oh, yeah. But the vibe was still there. And that's because Prince wrote it that way to kind of have that cross-genre appeal. So, yeah, I I couldn't say I could do an entire episode on Prince. And I still don't feel like there's no way to do him justice in 20 songs. No, I don't think so either. (laughs) But, yeah, that's a really good one. So I have a song I'm waiting to drop and I keep like it doesn't end up quite following what you give me. But I think I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. I'm just going to rip off the bandaid and we're going to go directly into Freak Me by Silk. I'm waiting right. for it, and I'm like, let's just do it. Let's just throw it in there. Who doesn't love that song? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this song is was everywhere. You could yeah. not turn on a radio station without hearing this every hour on the hour, every top five at nine on mm-hmm. Z100 in uh, New York City. They always had the top five at nine. And I think that song was on there for months, <laughs> months, and months. It just never left. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's like I had a boyfriend. That was his favorite song. So when we would talk on the phone, he'd always play it for me. And it's like we were in like ninth grade. We could listen to the lyrics and we knew what he was saying, but we weren't really like, hey, you want to come over and look me up and down? No, we're 15. <laughs> we're not going to do that. But you There know. was much more of an innocence to it listening to it yes. when we were that age. It's just like, again, hey, let's make out to the song and to the groove. And, you know, the words are nice, too, but. Not taking it literally. Right. And I, I think I'm, I got the perfect song to follow that up with now because okay. it's definitely one where it came out in 1991. So I was still a freshman in high school. So obviously the song lyrics were a little more meant for people older than I was, but the song was everywhere. <laughs> you could not escape it on radio. And it was in one of the biggest movies of the year, which was New Jack City. And I'm mm. going to go with Color Me Bad. I want to sex you up. This song was everywhere. Yes. And I know there are people either laughing or screaming at their headphones right now that I'm including Color Me Bad in a slow jams mix, but this was a massive, massive hit song. Yes. Everybody owned it. It was number one for God. I mean, the band is only for the most part known for this. I know they had other songs, but really this is the one everybody knows. So I don't know if they're a legitimate one hit wonder because I think they did have a secondary charting hit, but I don't, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't remember any of the other ones. Oh, I do. Cause I have one written down. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well then great. You can fill me on what that is and uh, maybe cure some more cobwebs off my head. Yeah. So they're from my hometown. They actually grew up very close to where I lived, but I did have a color me bad song, but I had a slower one and it was, I adore Mia more. You're right. Oh, my God. And that's the one I was going to pick instead of Freak Me, but I changed my mind. Oh, and then I scooped you on Color Me Bad with with the wrong song, too, apparently. (laughs) You know what? It's fine. But, yeah, that song was super just so sensual and velvety. And, you know, even though they're a bunch of white dudes, you just still the groove. It was very, like, they had the 90210 soundtrack vibe where you got a lot of mix of different people, but it was just all very, like very sexy and especially with a little bit of spanish in there you're like okay wow <laughs> yeah that was definitely I compl- i'll be honest i completely forgot about that one as soon as you said it it was like you're yeah. right 100 100 
Well, mark that off my list. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. I want to sex you up. What am I going to follow that up with? How about... Hmm. Let's slow it down a little, but not too much. I will go with I Want to Know by Joe. Ooh, okay. So, not a super drop down into slowness, but, you know, making our way down the hill with it. Love that song. That was another massive, massive hit. Yeah. I mean, if you hear a guy singing to you, I want to know what turns you on. Thank you. Yes, please. Let me list all the ways. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> Instead of I assuming. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Here's a guy who is willing to learn. He is our king. I will take it. Well, following that up, though, hmm, obviously, we have done podcast episodes before, and we've talked about music a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. And I listen to all different genres. And something that was big in the 90s was the R&B country crossovers mm -hmm. and there are two r&b country crossover hits that i have in my list and i'm trying to figure out which of the two i want to go with and i think i'm gonna go with all for one mm -hmm. and the song is i swear which was from their 1994 self-titled album but it was originally recorded as a country song by john michael montgomery for his 1994 album kicking it up so it was a hit really? sim it was a hit simultaneously on country radio and on r&b radio by two different bands i thought all for ones was first so john michael montgomery's version actually came out a few months earlier however at the time they were both kind of simultaneously being played on regular pop radio for the all for one version and country radio for the john michael montgomery version and it's not like a big difference in time so obviously there's definitely some overlap there learn something new every day all for one is one of those groups again fantastic harmonies mm -hmm. beautiful harmonies and i feel like that kind of 50s doo-wop yes element that still lived through motown and through mm -hmm. the 90s was still big because you had groups like boys to men all for one and to me i just love the fact that the harmonies were so perfect. And then when yeah. you strip it down to John Michael Montgomery's version, it's just him and some background vocals. It still works as well. So again, there's this little bit of a crossover appeal in the songs I'm picking tonight because right. it's just who I am musically. But I do want to give a shout out to Succotash54 because he chimed in with All For One's I Swear as well. So I'm glad I'm not alone with this one. No, that's a fantastic song. My only issue with that song, and actually it's not an issue, it's just I can't find that song to be like super sexy because every time I hear it, I picture Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit singing it <laughs> <laughs> from Just Friends. So it ruins, I mean, it's a beautiful song. It just ruins the mood because all I can picture is that. <laughs> well, now now I'm picturing it. Crap, could I, could I go back and scratch it off and put something else in? <laughs> no, it's a great song. It's just, you know, that movie is tied to that song for me. So. Yeah, damn you, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, I love him. Okay, well, so I'm also going to follow it up I think with a little, man, I have, so let me ask you this. This is a technical question and you can leave this in or take it out. 
Are we going to call Jodeci and Casey and Jojo the same? Hmm. You know, let me follow that up with a question and say, <laughs> and say are we going to consider Refugee Camp All-Stars featuring Lauren Hill and Lauren Hill one and the same? So let's just say they are two different groups. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go with All My Life by Casey and Jojo. Following up a, be- a beautiful love song with another beautiful love song, I think. And, you know, where with I Swear, you get kind of the, like you said, 50s, you know, doo-wop but slower i think with all my life you get more of kind of like the motown feel but you still mm-hmm. got the pretty like love songy music i don't know how to describe that but you know how it's kind of separated from some of the other where you have like the smooth r&b grooves it's more like a boy band love song but with guys with way better voices <laughs> yeah i i definitely hear the pop element coming through this That's one what i'm looking for i think it's yeah. definitely leaning more pop than r&b but it still completely fits the genre and completely fits the mood i don't hear any universe where this song when this song was absolutely massive i want to say yeah. i worked in a record shop the year that this single was out and we could not keep this single in People were coming in and buying that single. Like we were buying boxes of it. It was just massive. And I and I can remember at least two or three people coming in because it was going to be their wedding song. And they were looking right. for the single to buy, to bring to the ceremony because back then there was no such thing as MP3s and such. It was just right. DJ spinning actual CDs back then. So yeah, that song is perfect for this mix. Such a popular wedding song too, for sure. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, look, you mentioned the whole Casey and JoJo and Jodeci thing, and then I followed it up with the whole refugee camp all-stars featuring Lauren mm-hmm. Hill or Lauren Hill. I got to go with Lauren Hill. There is no way you could talk about slow jams and R&B without Lauren Hill and her cover of Frankie Valli's 1967 hit, Can't Take My Eyes Off You, fits yep. perfectly into this mix. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is an absolute classic hip-hop and R&B album. Yep. It's actually a hidden track from the album, and I think it's one of the best songs on the album. Her cover is simply stunning. Yes. I do want to give a shout-out to Amy Borchin, who chimed in with the Fuji's Killing Me Softly, which mm-hmm. could also be used in this list. Lauryn Hill yeah, in a 90s R&B, without including her, I feel like we would lose all credibility. Because she just encapsulates what 90s R&B was all about. She's the queen of it, in my opinion, alongside of Whitney. Because Whitney probably is one of the hardest voices to top. Even though her R&B was a little bit more Mm pop-leaning, Long Hill is is one of the best, as far as I'm concerned. And you know me, and I love cover songs. So, Mm -hmm. But just for explaining purposes the other one i was kind of going back and forth with was from the 1997 soundtrack to love jones the sweetest thing which was another Mm -hmm. great lauren hill track even though she was only a feature on it it's still great but i went with lauren hill can't take my eyes off you i love that so you did scoop me on lauren hill first of all yes miseducation of lauren hill one of the greatest albums of all time in my opinion i had x factor Oh, I thought okay. that that was a little more of a slow jam. And I just, I love the vocals in that song. I love the beat. It's just that song to me is perfection. But so, you know, yeah, her cover, 
is just amazing. Yeah, so, I think that's what edged it out for me over that one was just the fact that I'm such a sucker for cover songs. Right. And hers is so much. I love Frankie Valley's version. Like if mm -hmm, I'm thinking an oldies, an oldies episode, that one is a perfect oldies love song. But hers just took it to this new level to the point where, I mean, the, the hair on my arm is standing mm -hmm. up just talking about her vocal delivery. That's how incredible it is. And she's just one of the best. So either the song you picked or this one or the yeah. Fugees, she was everywhere and deservedly yeah. so. You also can't forget Heath Ledger's cover of this song. Oh, 10 Things I Hate About You. I am a friend I lived with in college. We used to play random stuff when we would get ready to go out to the bar. And that song was one of the ones we would sing to it. We had to dance with our hairbrushes. Like we'd be getting ready and that song would come on and we'd just be like dancing around singing it because we love 10 Things I Hate About You so much. But we listened to the Frankie Valley version, honestly. Okay. So I think I have two choices left and this is, ugh, this is difficult. Okay. I can't leave this person off uh, talking about Lauren Hill. I think this is another person that nineties R and B, you can't have a mixtape without having her on it. So my pick is going to be by your side by Sade. Ah, all right. Ordinary love, no ordinary love. I think that's the one that gets the most attention. You know, if you think of her in the nineties, most people think of that song, but by your side, honestly, is such a gorgeous song. The music is beautiful. The lyrics are beautiful. It makes my heart feel like it, you know, your heart kind of constricts when you listen to it because it's just so touching and it still has that R and B groove where it's like, you know, it's a sexy song, but the lyrics aren't really you know, the lyrics are more like a love song. So oh, I couldn't leave her off. So we had to have that one. Honestly, if we, again, I talk about the eighties, cause at some point I'm sure there's going to be an eighties R and B jams. The first yeah. one that comes to mind is smooth operator. Mm -hmm. I mean, that song is pure velvet silk. Cause we keep using those yeah. words, but yes, I mean, her voice is just otherworldly. Like it's mm -hmm. so iconic. It's yes. so memorable and it's just so smooth. It, it's and soothing. It's, yeah. You feel relaxed and warm listening to it and it just invites you in. Yes. I feel like her voice is a whole ASMR vibe. Like you could just listen to it and just be like, it, like she could sing the alphabet song and I would just still be relaxed listening to it. She should have her, it should just be what, what genre of music are you listening to? I'm listening to Sade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's whatever she's got going on. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. So I only have one song left, and this is really, really tough. Yeah. Really, really tough. What I want to do, I'm not going to use this song, and I'm going to take a gamble here and just talk about it for a second because I said something earlier, and I don't want to not finish that thought. Mm -hmm. And a song I'm not including was another song that had both a country and R&B crossover because I had said All for One and another song. And I just mm -hmm. want to give a shout out to this other song, which was the Tony Rich Project's Nobody Knows mm -hmm. from his 96 album Words. Kevin Sharp recorded a country version in 1996 for Measure That's of right. Man. And I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Jamie Lynn Howe, who not only chose this song, but also brought up the cover version as well. She's another music person like me. So I was very impressed and I was kind of hoping to sneak it in, 
but I have to go with a different song here because it's yeah. one of my favorite songs of the 90s. And once again, people might raise an eyebrow to this one to me because <laughs> technically there's a little bit of a rock to this person's persona, but there's also a lot of R&B. And because I started this side of picks with Prince, I get to double dip the Prince R&B vibe because it's a song he wrote for 1990s. I do not want what I haven't got. And it's Sinead O'Connor. Mm. Nothing compares to you. I don't necessarily know if it's considered R and B and I am perfectly willing to take any flack from people. <laughs> I am thinking about this more from a vibe of what I'm seeing with these songs. When I'm looking down the list and I'm seeing silks freak me, Casey and Jojo's all my life, Lauren Hill, I feel like Sinead O'Connor, that song just slides right out of Sade in a cool way here. I yeah. love the vocals in it. I love the delivery of that song. And cover songs, I had mentioned End of the Road by Boys to Men was done by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. On that same album, they covered Nothing Compares to You. Mm -hmm. And then a version that I personally cover is Chris Cornell's acoustic version from XM Radio mm -hmm. of Nothing Compares to You, which... It's I great. swear to God, the first time I heard it, I had to pull over my car. I had tears in my eyes. I was Aww. just so it was it, very he good. Had just passed and they had put it out for that posthumous compilation they had put out for him. And I heard it and I just it just overtook me. He was so gorgeous on the delivery. But Sinead's version is so iconic. And I know she had yeah. a lot of stuff that happened after the song blew up, a lot of controversy, the whole SNL thing. Mm -hmm. But man, 30 something years later, I put this song on. And it's like, shh, I got to hear it. Like, I got to hear her sing it because her vocals are just so stunning on this one. And I get it. <laughs> this is an R&B playlist. I know it doesn't work, but I feel like there's enough of an R&B feel and flavor of this song. And it is who I am musically. So I'd be lying if I didn't kind of at least acknowledge yeah. who I am musically and what I'm bringing to this playlist. So it's probably left field. But I hope somebody out there listening appreciates the a little bit of a change. And if not, feel free to, you know, let me know what you would have picked differently. But again, it's all subjective. <laughs> There's no winners or losers or anything like that here. Right. So Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Okay. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have picked that, but it's also a great song. So you know what? This is your mixtape too. So let's put it on there. Now my problem is what to finish this out with because uh, I have two choices that I can't decide between. I'm going to finish out strong. All right. This is too hard to pick. So I'm just going to go with this one. Another, I feel like R and B it's a group that you have to have huge in the nineties. I am going to close it out with week by SWV. All right. Perfect. I loved that song so much. Actually, that whole, I had it on cassette and just all of their songs were so good. It was between that and I'd Die Without You by PM Don, which would have been a great song to close it out with too. They're both great songs. And I mean, I could do a whole second tape probably. So oh, I'm looking at my list and I know there's going to be people. This is the part of the show where I start getting the emails. Wait a minute. What about blank? Mm -hmm. What about this song? What about that song? I get, I'm looking at my list. Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Mm -hmm. Seal, Kiss from a Rose. 
I mean, we talked about Whitney Houston, but you could easily throw I Will Always Love You in there, which, again, another song that had the country version by Dolly a long time right. earlier. But Whitney's version, I, I mean, geez. We skipped over Brian McKnight, Aaliyah, Usher. Yeah, Tony Braxton. I had Let It Flow by Tony Braxton because it's a little lesser known one, but super, yep. again, smooth. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's... And and I was deciding between Casey and JoJo all my life or Lately by Joe C. I was glad somebody suggested that because one of my most favorite songs from the 90s, again, Memories Tied to a Boyfriend, it was his favorite song. And he always played it for me on the phone and just a little twinge in my heart every time I hear it. And I always go back to the MTV Unplugged version because to me, mm-hmm. kind of being the rock guy, I really respected that that rendition of it. It just, it took a beautiful song and made it, I guess more beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That song really just, you can hear the raw like passion in his voice singing the words. And it just like, like I tear up every time I hear it. Cause it's just like, man, like such a good song. Incredible voice. And then I want to go back and just go back to the whole color me bad thing. I was mm-hmm. actually flip flopping between, cause I wanted to have one song that just made people's jaws kind of go, Oh, come mm-hmm. on. And it was either, I want to sex you up or H town's knocking the boots from uh, yes. 1993. Yes. I felt like those two songs were pretty interchangeable. They were yes. pretty on the nose. And I wanted to kind of throw one of those like obvious overtly right. sexual, but played all over the radio anyway, picks. Right. I didn't want to include both of them. Cause I felt like then it was taking it a little too, uh, you know, kind of off on tangents. Well, I almost threw pony by genuine in there. So that was definitely brought up. I know David Owens had written on, on Facebook about including that one. So you would not have been alone. Yeah, I, I thought about it and back and forth by Aaliyah. Like Aaliyah has so many good ones. One thing I've learned about doing this show is that the beauty of it is from the feedback I've gotten from people that are listening. First off, thank you to those people that there's always room for a volume two. Oh, yeah, because every mixtape is going to have its ups and downs and peaks and valleys. Cause that's kind of the musical conversation that's unfolding. And the fact that we kind of twisted and turned through this one at the end of the day, I feel like we've put together a very strong mix, even though there's people that are going to say, how about X? How about Y? How mm-hmm. about Z? You're exactly right. And you know what? If we had a 120 minute tape, it would break quicker than the 90 minute, but we could have squeezed a few more songs in. Right. But look, Valentine's Day happens every year. There's always next year's volume two mix to follow up with because there's plenty of other songs we missed. However, let's remind people of what side B consisted of because we've been talking about a bunch of different stuff here. So the ones that made the final mix. Yes. Side B. Prince and the new power generations, diamonds and pearls. Silks Freak Me, Color Me Bad's I Want to Sex You Up, Joe's I Want to Know, All for One's I Swear, Casey and JoJo's All My Life, Lauren Hill's Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, Sade's By Your Side, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You, and SWV's Week. One more time I'll say it, I know this is not my wheelhouse, and if I messed up on the that's not truly an R&B thing. I apologize. There's no malintent. I just felt like the songs had a vibe and I'm bringing my vibe to that vibe. And I hope the other mixtapers out there like what we put together because I think this is a really, really killer 90s vibe here. 
I agree. I mean, I definitely wouldn't call nothing compares to R&B, but I don't think it's sticking out like a sore thumb. I think it, you know, goes with the vibe and it's your mixtape. That's the beauty of mixtapes is you can have whatever you want on it and it's tailored to your specific, which which is why as much as I, you know, mixtapes and burn CDs and all that, digital music is probably one of my favorite inventions ever with technology because I don't have to carry around 25 mixtapes or burn CDs when I want a certain vibe. I have a playlist for everything you can imagine. I know we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Yeah. And so digital music has been a life changer for me in terms of making any kind of playlist I want. It's just right there and it's so easy. Yeah. And the, and the thing with Sinead O'Connor, look, as soon as I was pulling it out, I'm like, I'm going to catch it for this one. Just <laughs> like on Playlist Wars, when I pulled out a Christmas song for a U2 Playlist Wars battle, I heard about it. But look, at the end of the day, Prince wrote it. And I yeah. truly mean what I say that I feel like Prince was one of the few artists that could take rock, R&B, pop and mm-hmm. all these different things and make it Prince. So in the universe of Prince, being the signature songwriter for Nothing Compares to You, I felt like it gave it that credibility to Mm -hmm. fall into, again, a rock-leaning R&B song, which is similar to what Sinead O'Connor was going for on that version. Right. So it it was a little bit of a gray area. And you know what? I just, I I love the song so much. And- Grace me. Yeah, there you go. And then like (laughs) you said about digital music, head over to myweeklymixtape.com because digitally we have all the songs we've talked about tonight on this episode in a playlist ready for you to listen on the 90s slow jams page. Hey, if you need a playlist for Valentine's Day, we made it for you. You don't even have to do any work. Here you go. (laughs) Seriously, just send it to your significant other and be like, honey, I just was thinking of you and I put all these songs together. The only way that'll backfire is if she is a fellow, my weekly mixtape listener. Exactly. <laughs> but then if nope. she is, she'll just email you and I, Amanda, and thank us. Exactly. For <laughs> hey, just don't pull a Chandler and friends when he uses Janice's mixtape. And then she starts singing in the middle of it that we oh won't do God. that to you. That is hysterical. My wife's it's her favorite show of all time. Yeah. I've seen every season probably more times than I've seen any other show. That episode always made me laugh to tears so when her voice comes in and starts singing it. It's unbelievably funny. I love the way you look every night, Chandler. <laughs> well, times. Amanda, before we hit eject on this final mixtape, why don't you tell people where they can find the Sipless podcast if they'd like to hear more about what you're doing over there? Thank you. So uh, the show is available on all podcasts casting platforms. Um, the website is the I am also a member of the, I did not make these rankings podcast network. So you can go there and find the other shows that are on the network. We're doing lots of cool stuff. And actually, Brian, I hope to have you on as a guest soon. So we'll talk more about that, but yeah, anything sip list related, go check it out. Sip list pod. And we're on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, all the places, all the places. I'm having a hard time keeping up with the TikToks, though. I'm trying. Me too. It's a lot. It is, and 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 my teenager comes over to me and she'll judge me on on what I what I did. And she's like, "Dad, come on, you got no, no, no. This one's got to go. Do it again." And I'm like, uh, "I got a director here. What the hell?" You know? <laughs> start paying her to do it for you, dang. 
but seriously, right? I, I should consider that way to earn that yeah. allowance. I mean, I'm fairly good on TikTok. I make a lot on my personal account. Actually, it's just it's just keeping up with it all. When you release a podcast episode, I mean, people don't realize how much work goes into this. If you're really trying to promote it, it's not just dropping an episode. It's every single social media tagging people, you know, everything. So it's, it's a lot of work and sometimes stuff gets missed, but we're out there. So. Yeah, and that's why every time I say it, I'm so thankful to anybody who takes time out of their busy lives and schedules to listen to the conversations that we're having and the content that we're putting out and the support. And I love listening to the SIP list when I am out for a car ride because I love arguing with the picks <laughs> from my car, even though I'm not on the episode. I, I was on one episode with you. We did yeah. the uh, Foo Fighters, unfortunately, yes. sad episode Ugh. because it had... Taylor Hawkins had just passed, but right. I love hearing the way different people approach different topics. And I think your mm -hmm. show is fantastic at doing Thank that. You. And I enjoy you bringing that other side to this mixtape tonight. And I thank you so much for being a guest. And I look forward to future collaborations with you as well. Same here. I'll be back anytime you need somebody. All right, mixtapers. Remember, you can find my weekly mixtape on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at My Weekly Mixtape. You can also head over to MyWeeklyMixtape.com to hear the music discussed on tonight's episode and to check out the full catalog of My Weekly Mixtape episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider becoming a Patreon mixtaper at Patreon.com forward slash My Weekly Mixtape. That's all for this week. I certainly hope the songs that we talked about this evening put you in that Valentine's Day mood. Most importantly, thank you for listening. And until next time, enjoy the tunes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.